0: Well, I'm going to tie together two of our texts here, from our first reading and from our gospel. Our gospel, of course, is it highlights the first and the greatest commandment, commandment of, of love, of charity, love of God and love of neighbor. And then in our first reading from St. Paul, we have a, a line here that are, I'll draw your attention to. It says, "If we are unfaithful, He remains faithful, for He cannot deny Himself." If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. It's the very nature of God to be faithful. And uh, we have changeable wills, unfortunately. We can vacillate and go back and forth. We can have a good resolution and then fail to carry it out. And um, that's that's the nature of uh, human beings and sin. Um, but it's very, very consoling. To know that even in our own weakness, in our vacillation, He is faithful. Uh, and He provides for us the, the paradigm or the, the perfect model for what fidelity should be. And it's through His faithfulness that we ourselves can actually be faithful individuals and, and be commitment, uh, be committed. And that's what love is about. It's about commitment. So if we now go to our gospel text, we have this, the greatest commandment is the commandment of love. Love of God first and then love of neighbor. And love is is all about commitment and fidelity. Um, there is a, a certain dynamic to love that holds true. It can be seen especially in a marital relationship. Uh, but it's really true for all expressions of love. Uh, love requires commitment. Period. And fidelity. Period. Uh, in to take the example of the of the marriage relationship, you have to choose this one person, and you know the marriage vows it says forsaking all others. Forsaking all others and you choose this one person. That's a big that's a really a big deal. You forsake all others, and you choose this one person. And there can come a time in the midst of your commitment that you, well, there's a few things that can happen. It's natural to sort of, there can be a time where you grieve the loss of the others, so to speak. You might say, well, there could have been this, and then this potential, and this possibility. And it's out there, and it's kind of a, there's a death involved in it. And so there's a period of grief and mourning that you can kind of experience in the midst of that commitment. Um, But that is natural and it should be all the more so just a reminder for you to say, um, although all of these other options might be dead, I have life here with this one option that I have chosen, this one person. And this is my life. And there's not life out there. So if I go straying from my commitment, I'm only going to find death. Okay? My life is here with this one other person until death do us part. And that's a little paradigm, though, of commitment in love in general. Uh, it holds true for, for religious or for priests. They've made a commitment to this one thing. And uh, there can be this kind of mourning that takes place, it's natural, because there's the death of all of these other options and, and potentialities and possibilities. But that needs to be a kind of a lesson in that if you do go straying from that commitment, you're just going to find death. Your life is what you got right here. Uh, you know, we're all familiar with the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. So after we've made a commitment, sometimes we have this kind of tendency, maybe to look over on the other side of the fence, and it's a it's an illusion that we can be subject to to sort of see the grass of someone else's yard as greener as better than the, than our own grass. well uh, that's it's an illusion. It's a complete illusion, and you've got to say, snap out of it. Okay, stop fooling yourself. And uh, you need to focus on your own lawn and invest everything you've got into it to make it as green as absolutely possible, to make it flourish. And uh, that is, that's true for love in general, for the love of God. You've got to be completely sold out and committed to God. And uh, there's always the siren song that kind of... Sings and we we maybe get distracted from our commitment to the Lord, uh, but it's an illusion, and death lies that way. You know the Siren song. It's an that's a reference to we've heard the we've heard that kind of proverb or that saying. It's a reference to an ancient Greek writing, um, Homer's Odyssey, and in the Odyssey, Odysseus, the hero, he's a sailor and he's sailing through this region, and there's these Beautiful ladies who are on these, this island, and they sing this song, and the song is very enchanting. And the sailors are so—they get so enchanted by the song, they jump overboard and they go swimming to the island, only to be torn apart <laughs> by these ladies. Uh, the point is, is that when you when you forsake your commitment, you—it's just, just death—lies that way. And it's the same thing with us. Uh, we need to be totally sold out and committed to our commitment to God. And whenever we have a commitment of love, we have to blind ourselves to all the other possibilities and options and paths. And we have to say, we have made this decision. we got to go all out and put everything we've got into this one decision. Um, and only thereby are we going to really find life and happiness. It's a total illusion to think that we're going to find happiness outside of that. Our life and our happiness lies in that fidelity to that love commitment. And um, we can do that. and We can be encouraged in that. And that can be a real possibility for us because even though sometimes we are unfaithful and we stray in our minds, uh, God himself remains faithful.